0: That, I think, comes to the territory. It's like FaceTime, I'm available. <laughs> Good evening. Hope it's not snowing yet, not Justin. Is it snowing yet? Yeah? they manage that. Okay. We're ready? This. Okay. okay, you have the two sets in front of you. You have the Gemayim Shabbos, which we've been quoting from, and we'll now begin to see some of it inside. And then we have the first of three pieces from Rav Deser, this is the classic sugya. Two main themes in the Mehtamal over five volumes is the Kudus of and Mazel. and the two are somewhat intertwined, very intertwined, and we're going to find out just how. And let's first focus on two or three small parts of this Gemara, just so you have the background that he's going to quote, and then we're going to discuss it. Uh, this is a lifetime of lessons to internalize. Uh, is a classic, but these, uh, these are really going to, if you've heard them before, it requires a lot of chazara and in-depth reading and internalizing, and if you haven't seen all of it, it's something to uh, take and pass on. So we will get to it in the next few days. There'll be no share next week, but after Hanukkah, we will continue where we left off uh, probably, unfortunately, unless it's so outvoted and everybody insists they're going to be here. Yeah, so I knew somebody was going to ask who won. So did I tell you? Sadiq so going to ask that. So he <laughs> uh, <Lushitasa, right? laughs> okay, we might revisit that. So, uh, anybody who's listening, don't tune out just yet. We'll discuss it in Mitzvah Shem. Okay, the Gemara and Shabbos, Kuf, Vav Aman Aleph. We have the Gemara and Amon Aleph and Aman all about Mazel. The first part, which we're not going to see now. Is the interesting list of Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Shabbos and Shabbos of all the midas, good or wanting that somebody gets from the imprint? And that whole list is a machlekis, because the second sheet that goes on to say it doesn't depend on the day necessarily, or the day at all it depends on the hour of the day under which influence you are of the planets and the, that whole. Uh, multi-hour system keeps repeating itself, and maybe it's a hybrid of both. And we're going to pick one example of the planetary influences. Uh, you see where my bracket is? Go down two lines from there, right under Haiman Madim. This is the most famous one. So we'll take that. What? In Yenadyma? Why? The Mars. They landed something on Mars. Um, yeah, I'm not so sure. We agree. That if we have an extra few billion dollars, which is spent on digging in Mars as opposed to feeding hungry children, just for the proper Ashkov HaSeqayim, they're looking for life. I could save them a lot of money. Uh, they didn't ask me, you know. They'd, Washington doesn't always call when they're supposed to, and this is NASA, quasi government agency. There are things to be learned from that. We've been on this for weeks. There's lots lots to learn about the atmosphere and about the solar system and the stars and the positions. A lot of interesting things to learn, and a lot of the inventions that we're now using came from space exploration and travel. I'm focusing on the Nukuda of looking for uh, Martians and the like, which they don't sort of uh, admit readily that's what they're looking for. But they're looking for some signs of life somewhere. It's not clear to say that there is, necessarily, but it's... Unless you tell me that the... uh, So I think they're still looking at the, the computer industry as being driven by this. I think it's mostly defense, most of the inventions, not... Not space travel necessarily, or they invented a good pen years ago, decades ago. There are a lot of things. That there are a lot, that lot of things from they they from come. Those okay, things. so that might be valuable, but what they're digging for, I don't know. But if they dig deep enough and they get to China on the other side, call me. I'd like to see who they meet. Yes. You said Earth and Mars were very similar for a very long time and then they sort of went their own way, trying to say how that happened or why. Like yeah, amazing. that's what I <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying we have hungry children to feed. Uh, but okay, you know, it's if you start off with and then you're looking for Khvira, then uh, it doesn't help too much. Okay, not for now, but interesting discussion. So yes, we are starting with Mars and ending with Mars. The only one I want to point out, this is the most famous of all of them. Uh, you don't have to go back and look at the zodiac and the interaction of the hours to find out if you're born under this. You might have figured it out based on what you do for a living already. If you're born under the influence of the planet Mars, you will be a person who spills blood, which could have positive connotations and negative connotations. Either he'll be a doctor or um, a blood letter, but that was the medicine of the day. A e ganva, a ganav, not the type of guy who tiptoes around, breaking into houses. He's above Marteris and they unfortunately killed people. A e tavcha, a that's bloody, but on very innocent cows who, I'm sure, have an aliyah if their hot dogs end up a night satyr in Shahr Shamayim or their steak ends up for Shalash or, golem, or their meat ends up. There are a lot of positive uh, ways to use it. E mayla, he'll be a maila, or hobi a mail, also... Uh, somewhat of a bloody affair, not nearly as bloody as and some say that's the clamp issue is blood an inherent part of Mila, or is it just a byproduct? Navkhimin, if you can have a bloodless Mila, which we don't have. Scheidel uh, is a make but it's been debated, hotly debated, uh, for a long time, and the debate now is is it make But no from uh, model does that type of stuff with a clamp where there's no blood. So if you're at one, if you see something, say something, certainly don't copy it for your own children, which I think probably does not have to be said for the maylam that we're using in the Baruch Hashem, very qualified in the community. So yes. these applications are applications of people who have this type of metiyah. The first one, they can stay on the side of blood? Yes? Is this list ascending and descending? You at it I hope not. Well, <laughs> you put today, the doctor... Today's, today's doctor <laughs> This is a sign no, no. That's why I said no, no. This was the standard hand. medicine of no. the time. No, the LeGanim is hand. because they sometimes got carried away with themselves. They were Balagaiva and they weren't conscientious enough, and they all that could be true. But with a from Elocha, Ben Tevish who's a doctor, that's not the Tevish LeGanim. That's considered a very high calling, and you can do a lot of chesed and help people. Not the ganav. A person, um, person, person that says a tendency to blood will be a good warrior for your side. That's not a Ghana. Well, Notice how I, conspicuously missing on this list is a soldier because that's not a career. Now it is no, but that, that's the whole idea. It's clear in the Gemara and in Tanakh they got people together to fight only when they had to and they weren't career soldiers. They had one or two quote-unquote, looked like career generals, but even they were, Avisha, they were, Gamar the, the, the is talking about their learning and their, their sugees and their this and their that, they were helping run the country, but they, the army was put together when needed, and then they had, they um, had some standing army, but I guess if they had um, a core of a standing army or the king's private guard, when they fought a lot of wars, like on the of Melech, on the Shom there was probably very little. So then, if a person was in the running over here, so you'd have a choice between a mile and a soldier fighting Mohammed Sashem. Okay, I'm okay with that. That's not an exhaustive list. But it's not on the list because that wasn't really, the Romans had a society, and the Greeks, most ancient society, if you were healthy and young, you joined the army for 35 years, and that was it. And then when you finished, we promised you games and a free, um, a free everything, and that's why Rome was such a mess because all these discharges in the army are walking around demanding games and money, and the senators knew it was good for them, and they wanted to still remain senators. Nothing much changed in a couple thousand years. Uh, <laughs> I too, I couldn't, uh, couldn't resist that, that cowardly, but it's, it's actually better now than it was in Rome. Rome, they were just like They weren't going to football games. They were going to games of people were eating, and a lot of them were Yidden, unfortunately, and some of them were the other people who they didn't like, and it was pretty bad. And it was, a, it was a cruel when a soldier does nothing but kill people and make people and conquer for 35 years. What do you think they want to do, do in their retirement? It's not golf. The reason why the gladiators are so popular is because it becomes a tepa if it wasn't to begin with, and they want to see violence. It's a, terrible, it's a terrible thing. Football now is the closest thing, but at least they're not actively, admittedly trying to kill each other, even though they are. But it's officially illegal. But in other countries, they still have um, bullfights and all sorts of... like. It's so... This is of everything we stand for in terms of cultivating Midas rachamim. It's such a... It's a real... Besides the violence, that's a real Chukhaseim. That's a real Goyeshazach. They still have it in a lot of, a lot of uh, parts of the world. Some of them south of the border. So when they're not fighting bulls, I guess they're headed to the border to break in and throw rocks at our people. You know, it's a, just a very violent uh, uh, way of life because... They're not really learning something else. I'm not saying it's everybody, but in the time of the Romans, this was a career. And if you were healthy, you went into the army by and large. So there are different applications. And they had, somebody wants to ask, they had a lot of Jewish boxers, in the 20s and 30s and 40s. That was by circumstance. It's a chiddush that some of them made it big. Uh, that they needed a panasa. Uh, it was a good panasa if you survived. But it's not really part of our teva. A lot of them weren't from, but one or two sort of were. Okay, so if they were good at it, they made a good panasa, and you had a good chance of surviving, then it's hard to answer it. Per Amashish uh, on doing something dangerous for panasa, if it's not extremely dangerous, and normal people are willing to do it. Shadows are normal people willing to do that. You have to define normal, but um, I guess society has decided uh, yes. So, again, many, many applications. And if you a uh, professional ball player, and you could stay from and you happen to be bumping into people. And, and you had this type of personality then also, okay, that doesn't happen too much. Amar Rabbah. Rabbah is the god of the Rashiva of Shiva B'madim. He says he happens to know that he was born B'madim. And uh I'm not a doctor, or a ganav, or a sheikhit or a male. Amar Abayeh, his Talmud said, Mar Nami Anish Vakatul. so it's not not really correct because pointing out, he wasn't correcting him, he said, you have an application of this because to your piskei lochahs, you had the in sometimes harashah didn't have nieces based in but they had a lot of autonomy and sometimes they had to kill people, sometimes they had to give malka, so you also apply this uh, in your psaqa and therefore it does fit in, in a positive way, obviously. Itmar, rachanina aymer, and here's <laughs> the that we quoted before, that spells out, and we're going to see it now, there's one sheet on one side and a few on the other. Chanina spells out that Mazel, the way the Ramban and Rav read this Gemara, is that Mazel is real, and as we explained, it's Hashem's way of putting in the Teva, no different than DNA, by the way. I didn't mention that example. That's the most obvious example. Do we say DNA is heebie-jeebie because uh, they're reading DNA and there's certain in uh, and... We don't DNA is DNA, it's in the DNA, so you, we know what, sh- we could tell certain physical properties, and we could, uh, now they're building models to tell what issues the body might run into based on other people with DNA, and we're having our shea Shabbat Zetanun on Yichus in DNA, so Hashem put it into the Tava. So is it so bizarre that Hashem would put it into the Tava that there's a mirror image in the in the solar system? Of what the neshama is being given in terms of their tools, which is what we're going to discuss at length on and, and the fact that we, we're the it may be Israel, we're no, say, it may so be no, Chayina says mm-hmm. Yesh That's the first right here. Chayina holds Yesh Mazel and that's it. The imprint is there, and don't bother trying to change it because it won't change. It says that's the first sheet, Mashir. All the kelim we have: IQ, wealth, assets, strength, blue eyes, brown eyes, height, whatever. Call it whatever we have as our profile. Yesh which means it's Mazal for and Mazal for Look at Rashi. Yesh Mazal Yisrael, second to last line. Rashi spells it out in case you miss it couldn't be more clear Mazel is your DNA you can't change your DNA you could struggle with it and part of it's going to be your unique struggle that's what we call the Sahara. and you'll always have that struggle you can make it easier as you overcome but you can't just change it and Baal says there's nothing incompatible obviously about that statement with the rest of Yiddishkeit. Now you might ask, well, why are we davening then? That's a very good question. And the answer is, why are we davening? What are we trying? You can't change it. Whatever it is, it is The Yapanasas, whatever it is, it is. And Brias, uh, and Laktar, of Mollastan, it's all, it's and all the stars, it's all in the imprint. So, so, what, so what are we davening for? So the answer is that, Chani whole davening is an Iker part of our Veda, as we discussed last night. It builds our Bitoch and our, moon, our relationship with the Kosh Baruch constantly reminds us, Hashem is doing for us, which chelik uh, of a Davening is Ba'koshes, Maidim, as the Ramban said, and Shvach. So Khanina obviously holds of all that. It's an Iker part of our vaida. For one of two reasons. Number one, even if it's in the stars, so to speak, meaning Hashem gave you, it's Lameisach, as I'll say, the tipa's is brought before the ben Shalom, and Hashem gives the orders. You're going to be this, 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 and this, and this is what you're going to have, you're going to be on the it's all It's as I the so what are we davening for? The answer is, even if it's preordained, we daven to bring down the bracha. That shouldn't be a chiddush, that concept, because the passing of Barathe says that Hashem put the whole bria in order and the passing says, but favorish that Adam wasn't around to daven for rain, so nothing grew. It's clearly nitzvah in the teva, in the DNA of the teva, that it should rain and grass should grow, but Adam had to daven to bring it down. So the first order of tefillah has nothing to do with this macho Rabbi the name as the Israel, but he's still got a for everything, number one. Number two, there's mitzvahs and averis, and something that was preordained it could have been coming might be blocked because of an averis. So it's called tshuva, and you got to daven, and you got to ask for Rachman. So, Tila has uh, the same role according to Rabbi Khanina. Rabbi Elchanan, the next shita, will hold that you can, under certain circumstances, doesn't mean this is easy, the Ramban yesterday, last night called it an nice nister. And Raman says, don't start up with fate, don't tempt fate necessarily, but if you don't know what it is, because you're not supposed to know, because you're not supposed to ask, then you can just dive in. and if uh, with the proper Mizrahimim and the proper davening Lishma, then maybe the actual mazel will change. You can actually change the description of what your particular role is in life, and thereby change your tools and your circumstances to fit that new role. You can raise your role. You can also lower it by not being as... I use the word aggressive in a positive way on trying to maximize your stay here on earth people sometimes get satisfied in the wrong places "Eh, I got a I got a few mitzvahs a couple of blots, you know some stucca, I'm okay I don't have to broaden my horizons well The sojourn here on earth is not that long and it's all about maximizing your time and your resources and asking for more so you can broaden your horizons. And Rabbachina says, that's great. Dive in well and you'll have all the kelims you're supposed to have, but keep to make sure they come and use them to the fullest. Rabbachin says, all that, plus you can even sometimes change and broaden the horizons and get new kelim. That's already a... That's already a And if you look at Rashi on... Ein mazli yisrael, the next Rashi that's in Rabbi Yehudan, dai so de'tzilas chus mishtana mazloi le'tayva. Certain chusim stuck on and alzachas and all the things we hold dear, and your tzilah can change it. Rashi doesn't mention how difficult or how often. Taisus will help us with that. But let's go back to the Gemara first. Again, first line is Amar Rabbi Rabbi Yehudan. Amar mazal machia mazal mashi yish mazli yisrael. Amar ein mazli yisrael. As Rabbi time. Don't follow their path of all their superstitions and l'senenu and kishuv. And don't be afraid of the Asis and shemayim, The astrology, even if it works most of the time. They have what to be frightened about because they can't change. Rabbi and says, if you're a yid, you have options. Doesn't mean you have to ask for change. But sounds like according to Teh It's a good thing. If you feel you're doing well in what you're doing, you want to maximize and get more Kalim, nothing wrong with asking. Afrav, So we have Machleke so far. It says it doesn't change. Biachon says it does. Af Rav, Savra, Ein Mazli Yisrael. Da'am Rav, Yidam the famous Drosho, She'ein Mazli Yisrael. Again, Ein Mazl doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It means it's not locked in. She'an Rav, Ye'etis Ha'chutza, Am Rav, Romo, Ben Shalelam, Ben I can't have children. I saw in the stars accurately that I can't have a child. So he was puzzled why is a Hu promising a child? And the Gemara goes on to say that Akash Baruch Hu promised not only to change it, but to move the stars around to make that change. Yes. Avram wasn't Jewish. So Avram wasn't Jewish is a complicated statement. That's not right or wrong. Um, he, I had a conversation I with Avi recently. Wrong. Even teenagers tell us, the younger kids, Avram Avina wasn't Jewish. I wouldn't even like, try that at home here. It's fine. But it's like kind of a shocking statement. Um, like, you know, I guess Avram wasn't Jewish either. <laughs> so yes and no. It depends how you... They were at least gayrim... Is a big debate, very big debate. The Parashas Racham goes on with the Ka at a dinner of Yisrael, where they, they kept the mitzvahs. kept the mitzvahs, everybody kept the mitzvahs. It was a it lachuma, was it Lakula? That was part of Machlak Yis from the the Ka. He accused them of doing things wrong, like Avraham Arachai. Who would have a Yitzahar to eat an Avraham Arachai? So I mentioned that the reason why there's an Isra in the books and the Zion mitzvahs is because the only way to keep meat fresh is by traveling in the desert with ripping one limb at, limb at a time. Goyim used to do that. And the animal would just be bleeding, but it would be fresh. Sounds horrific, even if you're not Peter. And Hakosh Baruch it one of those Naya Mitzvahs. There was no Havimina in in this week's parashim, both the Debas and And one of the accusations is Av-Manachai. What does it mean? How could it be Av-Manachai? Nobody has Yetzar, why would the Shevnikah want to do that? So there are many interesting Pshatim, the Mara they made from Sefer Yetzirah, also Asogiyah and they made animals, and then they didn't have to shechtle because it was a safe sea animal, a synthetic animal. And Yasef tied it with marasayin, or he didn't know it was synthetic, and he looked like Avim and El-Khai. Others say that uh, the din misa, the din dead, to not be Avim and El-Khai by a guy differs than a yid. What's the definition of dead for a guy and an animal that shouldn't be Avon and El-Khai? When can you eat it? The answer is, look up dead in the dictionary. And or maybe nowadays you have to look at the Harvard think tank to figure out what the definition of death is for a cow. I'm not. Do they even have such a commission for that? Or did they only do it? They did. Come on. I've seen something about. Okay, I shouldn't have asked. Uh, okay, well Harvard sort of backed up the definition of death because they had logistical problems of killing people, so they made a commission. And pretty easy in this country, make a commission for whatever you want to get to. You tell them what the answer has to be, and they make a commission. I hate to sound sarcastic but that's really what's going on so uh, apparently they did that for the cows also probably paid for by Peter and um, the halachic definition is dead like when it's not moving around and not when it's braid dead when it's uh, when it's dead it stops moving would be a good definition even though that's an oversimplification why so that's what I'm getting at. So for a yid, there's a lumbus that shchita is chal, on the animal, and when you shech rov simanim, it's dead, even if it's jumping around like a chicken without a head. There happens to be a second iserlosochol adam. You shouldn't really start eating if you stop moving, but that's not a it's a different iser. So um, sometimes the machlekes, is the iser from the ka, where they have a din of a ben din. You want to be machmer, be machmer, but don't be mekol. You still got to wait till it stops moving. It's got to really be dead. So. That's a complicated, but there's a lot of this going on. What status did they have? So yes, they were Jewish for our chinuf purposes. They were Jewish. Was there a klai Yisrael officially before Matan Torah? There was because it keeps Meir ben gets ashlichus to speak to B'nai Yisrael. So obviously they were Jewish. That was before Matan Torah. Take him out of its shrine. So the B'nai Avim they were Jewish, and yeah, they were Jewish. Lashayli is kenamavinu keep Shabbos that's a debate also he, said he kept Shabbos because the Goyim have day and then night and we have night and then day so he kept Shabbos on the two ends when it was Shabbos for us and not for them so it's Machal Shabbos to Be'etzir Goshim Be'gosh Shabbos Chayim some say the whole thing's not a kasha and he had a dinner of Yisrael enough that the Gosh Shabbos Chayim is not a problem so the answer to your question is hardly debated look i be this it's, a, it's a, not a din in Yisrael per se it's a din in the relationship it happens to be that as the Yamanifcha, we have that close relationship, so we could dive our way out of it in the Goyim camp. But Abba Vinu started that relationship, so of course he had that relationship. So whether he had a din of a guy or a Yin, a keeping mitzvahs is irrelevant. For Mazel purposes, it's all about Ashkha So of course he had a din of a Yisrael. Was this going to be used to show that he was, that the, the were Jewish? You don't have to, because based on this Pshad, it's a din in Ashkach so no matter what you say the official status was, to say Aminvina didn't have the best Ashok HaPratas ever, is obviously would be missing the point of Aminvina's life and his success. So uh, I'm opening up <coughs> the possibility that there can be possibly for a guy. Yiv? A Mazel. Maybe. There aren't that many examples of a very high Madriga, but Yiv is a funny <coughs> example because he's the one he was told by his friends that there's no real reason it's all Mazal, it's nothing but you do it. As a, and uh, Sadi Wild said that he's the one who got, but for good reason he got confused about that because it was a very difficult Mazif. But uh, I think the possibility exists, even though it says Yisrael. I means by and large Yisrael has that special uh, special relationship. So that is part one. Take a look at Texas on the first page where we are still. A Mazi Yisrael. Rava says a very sweeping statement that these three examples are not exhaustive list either. But it's the three things that people focus on most of their life in the davening is their children, their longevity and their health and mazani and parnasa. Those are the three main things in life. Love in the physical realm and Mazer. La beschusah talia milsa, not necessarily talian schusah, it can be, but not necessarily. Ella b'mazla talia milsa. Sounds like he goes like Rav Chanina, which wouldn't be a kasha per se. It sounds like now it's Rav and Rav Chanina against Rav Yechon and Rav. The Gemara and Am Beis is going say Shmuel holds Rav Yechon and Rav also, which is why Tais can hold. That's the that's the assumption. But what is Rav saying? So Tais says he's not necessarily saying it doesn't change. He says mikamakam aydei schus gadol meshtana it takes a lot of work and it's not easy to change but you can change it and sometimes it doesn't work and we will stop here uh, it takes it but we will expand on that why would you want to change Let's throw start the question which is crucial for this okay? we're talking about whether you can change or not with Tzirim, with Tzchusim says no Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Shmuel say yes Rabbi might say yes maybe somewhere in the middle or maybe like Rabbi that it's usually set in stone but you need a big Tzchus and Even that doesn't always work Shaila, is that a middle shita or not? Lamaisa, I think there's a, a very important question that's hanging over the whole sugyam. And that is, L'Yitzur, we hold like a and Rav, that you can change. The question has to be addressed, why would you want to change? If a kosh baruchu gave you a set of circumstances with the tools that are unique to your mission in life, then a kosh baruchu, obviously Kavyech knows exactly what's needed why would you want to change? And isn't it a stick of chutzpah? Like why would you wanna try? Yeah, it's a Daven to bring it down, we understand. It's a daven for machila so the Avayers don't block it. That we understand. What's the mile of Biharan? Why would you want to let's say let's say we give you a chance. Good news is you can change, difficult, not difficult, can be done. Why would you want to? What so you don't that's actually the point. You don't know. So then you don't know and you're still not going to know afterwards. So whatever Kosh Baruch Hu gave you, look around, look at what you're good at, look at what you're not, look at your circumstances. I, I think every child goes through the following sometime in their childhood where they want to sign up with a different family. The grass is always greener. They say, why don't we do this and why don't we do that? And the grass. Is, so everybody lives their life in a very human condition. They always want somebody else's job, somebody else's family, somebody else's shidduch, somebody else's panos, or somebody else's job. Somebody else's chain, somebody else's height. I get in a plane sometimes; I can't sit down in the seat. I, you know, I'm not complaining. It's, uh, it's you know, be tall is good. You could see a lot of people at one time, uh, and other might lose. But uh, there's always an upside, downside to everything. So we spend our lives called kinna. We spend our lives always wondering, and when we really get bent out of shape, which often we do in different categories, we kind of think like what Eo said, but hopefully not as drastic. That something went wrong, and Hashem. Uh, I, I forgot about something and forgot about me and, and something went wrong and I, I just don't have it and I had it and I don't have it anymore and I don't have the ekelem I need and we spend our life doing that. It's very counterproductive. So if it's so counterproductive, we know it's counterproductive. So I'm counterproductive. So what is Rabbi Echelen telling you? No, nope. Don't worry, eh, you could dive in for different circumstances. Why would you want to do that? And why is it hashkaftically even sound? It's a very important question for the sugya. The sugya is... is Heavy ashkophah, but it's really based on uh, the core uh, things that we're supposed to be understanding. And what are we here for? So everybody keeps the same tag mitzvahs and you gotta learn it all the time, you gotta get stuck, and, you gotta... and then people have their unique roles that are never similar to somebody else's. That's why we're always wishing we were somebody else. And everybody's always wondering, why don't I have that? And so the first thing is, no, you should keep your eyes to yourself and try to understand what your nachl is. What you're asking, how do you know what your nachl is? How do you know what your. That, you're never going to know for sure, but there are signs, and we will discuss it as we go through the Rav question is, why isn't it a chutzpah to change, and why would you want to change, and how do you go about changing it, and what's the advantage? Now, when well, it's interesting. He didn't ask for it. He started off, he started being a caravan, but he did such a good job, he started off as Avram, Avram. that's pretty good, he was the prince of Avram, the prince of a nation. He did such a phenomenal job, after he finished Avram, Akash and said, you know what, he did such a great job, why don't you just change the whole world? And that's what became the if he became out so now you're Avram, Ga'im. that's a major upgrade, he did such a good job, that's part of the answer. Is that sometimes you a phenomenal job, So maybe you should be asking. I'm doing such a good thing with the tools you gave me. Maybe I can have more of it. Maximize on it. that. That's going to be part of the answer. And that's. What, but I'm really not to ask for that. Of course, Baruch came to him. I'm changing your name now to Avraham Yitzchak. Now you're charged the whole world. You're now light unto the nation. As uh, I can't have children. So that's true. But you're not, now you need children because now you're going to be Avraham Yitzchak. So you got to have children. You got to have a nation. That well, he didn't ask for that. He was doing so well. He asked for children. Uh, no. He, After after Hashem told him, you're Avaman Gaim, Sa'am so says, okay, now I'm in charge of the whole world. That means I need a nation to be out So the Where do I get that? Where do you pick up a nation? You can the hire mercenaries, which isn't going to do you too much good. So he said, so he just wants to say, So how is this going to work? So Kosh Baruch said, good question. It says in the stories, I don't have any kids. I'm changing it. But that was just based on his understanding of his new rule. So there's a lot going on over here in We will continue. Tomorrow.